I'm Danita, and I'm here to question the other side of life with you, to show how exploring the shadow can be painful, but also sexy. We ask our listeners to unravel parts of themselves they try to hide, and this can be scary, and also bring moments of revelation and elation. In the next 15 to 20 minutes, we are going to question and move through fear and some avant-garde ideas that might make you feel rage, grief, sadness, and also joy. I'm going to share insights and personal experiences about how I've been embracing the dark so I can live in my light. Welcome to the other side. Hey, Jen. Hi, Danita. Okay, I'm going to jump right into it. Jump, 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 girl. I'm here to jump in after you. Okay, what do you think about humiliation? I laugh about humiliation because I feel like I have felt humiliated multiple times throughout the course of my life, but in like light ways. So maybe that's why I laugh. I mean, light ways, but do those light ways compound and make something greater? Oh, you're going to tell me. I'm sure of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say that they do, but there is ways that we can look at humiliation and how humiliation as a child and how it over time, when we continue to feel humiliation, it affects our intimate relationships and how we show up with our partner. I know this is very simple question here, but can you explain at least the idea of like the feeling of humiliation? right? Because there's different emotions and different words, just so people get the idea, the feeling of humiliation before we dive in. I'm going to say that this feeling of humiliation is a wound that's really connected to feeling shame, embarrassment, and worthless. Okay. Thank you. So you got to think of times where you felt truly, and be honest with yourself, like when was I really embarrassed, really, really embarrassed? And when did I feel ashamed of myself? And when was I really just thinking like, fuck, I'm worthless. It's an atrocious feeling to feel. It really is. And I mean, along with humiliation comes things like you have self-esteem issues. You fear judgment. You avoid vulnerability. You have this people-pleasing behavior. We've talked about the yes person before. And you have this people-pleasing behavior. And then the old self-sabotage. Oh, that hurts. It hurts. So imagine like you're in this relationship and your partner's trying to really show you all this love and attention. And you, out of fear of feeling shame, embarrassment, and worthless or humiliated, you start to push away. Like you do something somehow to push away from them because you don't want them to see your flaws and you don't want them to reject you. And you don't want to be humiliated by who you are. So you self-sabotage and you do this self-destructive behavior that almost reinforces the negative image that you see about yourself. And you're telling your partner like, hey, no, this is who I am. You shouldn't love me because look at me. And I'm self-sabotaging. And then the more you show this, the person finally, maybe at some point goes, yeah, you're right. You go, see, I told you, I knew it. I knew it about myself. I reinforced this limited belief or yes, it's a terrible cycle. It really affects so many different things in our relationship. It affects how intimate we are. It affects our communication. It affects our patterns of behavior. It affects how vulnerable we are in relationships. It affects how we perform sexually in relationships. And you can actually look at your partner and say like, 
whoa, okay, these are some things that I'm noticing. Are these things connected to a core wound of humiliation? How can I notice humiliation in my partner or this wound in my partner? Like, what can I look for? How's their self-esteem? How's their self-worth? We're closest to them. So we can actually see it and see the the self-talk that they have and how they talk to the people around them. What's their self-image like? Do they truly believe that they're fundamentally flawed in some way? And do they have this like persistent lack of confidence? And I'm going to tell you right now that this low self-esteem and low self-worth was one of the ways that I would self-sabotage because of this, because of low self-esteem and self-worth. I had, when I was like 27, 28, I was told like throughout my 20s, I had like parasitic infection. I was told I have like fibromyalgia. I had a thyroid disorder. I was vomiting every day. I had all of this stuff and going on health-wise. And it really impacted what I thought of myself. And I seriously thought that I was fundamentally flawed in some point deep down inside. Well, maybe something's just wrong with me. Before I would even start a relationship, like when I started a relationship with Kurt, it was like the very first day that I saw him, I'm like, you might not want to get too involved because this is X, Y, Z. And I have this wrong with me, this wrong with me, this wrong with me. Over the course of our relationship, it will come up where it's like, I have that insecurity about my health. And it's like, well, you probably, are you sure you want this relationship? Whenever I was starting to feel really uncertain about a relationship, and I would try to self-sabotage it that way. I wonder though, I mean, I'm first of all, Danita, I'm sorry you had to deal with that. And secondly, it's like self-sabotage. Yes, but it's almost like, do you think it was like self-preservation the way that you thought, if I tell this person X, Y, Z, all the things, the flaws that stand out because they're going to find it anyway, if I tell them that they either will accept me and we carry on or truly that they'll just reject me and I'm safe, that I can just be as I was. I can see self-preservation, how you're wanting to get it out there. But for me, it truly was like I was sabotaging it before it even started. I didn't even give them a chance to know me. You didn't even give them a chance to know Danita. Like you are exceptional. So it's like everyone in the world has positive and negative things about them, but you just put all your negatives on the table right off the hop instead of highlighting the 99.9% that's magical about you. It was one way that I thought that Maybe I was doing it with the idea of self-preservation, but truly I was self-sabotaging. So then, you know, it's just, you look at low self-esteem and low self-worth. How is your partner managing those and what's their self-talk and how does it reflect those two things? And is it something that they experience? The other one that I think is kind of related is defensive behavior. How does your partner react? Do they get defensive? Or do they overreact to criticism and even innocent comments? Like, for example, in a previous episode, we had talked about a mouth guard being left on the counter, it leaving germs behind, and then roommate coming up and saying, hey, this is gross. Now, if I had responded with huge defensive behavior, or if I was really offended and overreacted to this, I mean, that's maybe a, a highlight do I have this core wound of humiliation? Am I connected to it somehow? 
And am I feeling shame and worthless because of this? Now, if you notice this in your partner, I mean, there's one thing to notice it in yourself, but if you do take the time to notice this in your partner, how then do you go about even tackling that together? I think that starts with compassion from you and then being able to have that open communication and that talk with them and then encouraging them to create self-awareness around it. Because really, truly, it's up to them to start their own healing process in connection to it. But it's it's something you can do is to encourage it and to start sharing with them how you're feeling, but with compassion and empathy and understanding and without that criticism and judgment that they're defensive towards. Another one that I thought was interesting, though, is self-deprecating humor and self-criticism. So you're out there and you know you're making fun of yourself and you're you're judging yourself and you think it's all in, in the name of fun. But really, it is just a way of putting yourself down and, like you kind of said before, preemptively protecting yourself. I'm going to protect myself so that when humiliation and shame and embarrassment come, I've already put it out there that I'm going to feel that way and that that's who I am. And so I'm protecting myself from these feelings of embarrassment and shame and worthlessness. Is there something that you can do to rather breathe through them or think through them or something that when they do come up as they will, you are better equipped to deal with them in that moment? I think to create an awareness around them and then acknowledge them. Like you just said, if you feel it happening, acknowledge that it's happening. Whoa, I'm feeling humiliated not getting defensive about it, not being self-deprecating, not criticizing yourself, just saying, okay, I feel humiliated in this moment. How come? How come? And then be honest with yourself. That then starts this pattern of like just acknowledging who you are and how you feel in certain situations. You can go down the path through meditation, through inner work, through shadow work with a shaman, with a therapist, with whoever that you feel comfortable with, that you want to explore this with about how truly come, like where does it come from? And then once you spend time moving through those feelings of humiliation, the humiliation passes and you've moved through it. The humiliation isn't happening to you, that you are able to move through the embarrassment and through the feelings of shame. Until they come again and which they will. And at that time you're prepared. And if you notice that in your partner, then you're there with support and compassion and empathy, as you said, to help them. Looking at yourself, then helping your partner. Well, that's a recipe for success right there. Once you start down this path of creating this awareness and acknowledging your humiliation and moving through humiliation, then it really starts to affect like your intimacy in your relationship. And it can really improve it. And by doing things like increase your body image and your self-esteem issues, you have less fear of judgment and are more vulnerable with your partner and sex sexual experiences. And then like a big one is performance anxiety. If you've ever had sexual performance anxiety or even just intimate performance anxiety, moving through this idea of humiliation and shame and worthless can really help improve this idea of sexual confidence. And if you're the person out there that this idea of, of humiliation has impacted you in a way that you avoid intimacy altogether, then this can really start to help you make a stronger connection and decrease the emotional distance that you have within your relationship. And then finally, just unhealthy power dynamics. When you are feeling that you're in a relationship where your power dynamic is just 
completely off, you might want to look at how you're using humiliation as a defense mechanism because this can actually result in manipulation and that's something you don't really want to get into with your partner. No, but we're going to get into it, aren't we? <laughs> Later. Later. Well, thank you, Danita. I really appreciated you sharing. I know I learned a lot and it's like my mind is racing with all these different thoughts, but I'm really grateful for your information and for what you shared. And I am really interested to speak to you about manipulation as well. Yeah, we'll get into it at a different time. Thanks, Jen. I really appreciated this conversation and thank you everyone for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible explore the other side of life, to find awareness in their truth and learn to love where they are at and discover where they can go. So if you found support and guidance in any way today, I would love to hear from you. The best way is to simply share your love by leaving me a comment on whatever platform you are tuning in from. I will be reading every single one of them. Or you can connect with me on YouTube where I share healing sound meditations. And you can always learn more about me, my services, and what it is I do at www.gypsyheart.ca. That's www.gypsyheart.ca. I can't wait to connect again soon.